A very warm welcome to a new episode of the UPSC Prep Decoded, a podcast by the Abhyankar's IS for UPSC aspirants so that you can study on the go. This is our 28th episode and I am your host, Shreya. In this episode of In Conversation With, we are conversing with Shri Subrat Ratho. Shri Ratho is a 1986 batch IAS officer from the Maharashtra Kader. After a glorious 26 years in administrative service holding many crucial portfolios, his last stint was as the MD of the Maharashtra State Power Generation Company between the years 2009 and 2012, post which he opted for VRS from the IAS in 2012. Shri Ratho served as managing director in Jindal Sinfuels Limited between 2012 and 2014. Currently, he is president Reliance Industries Limited, head of industry affairs. Welcome to this episode, sir. We are honored to have you speak with us. Sir, our listeners are mostly civil services aspirants who are trying to crack the exam and looking forward to joining the services to serve the country. A question aspirants have for you is why did you choose to leave the civil services and move to the private sector two things influenced me one was uh, the curiosity uh, about whether the faith the private sector um, company which was placing in me is justified or has 26 years of uh, being in the bureaucracy made be useless for any other job so i was very excited because the offer came and i thought about it the second thing was i thought that in one lifetime we don't often get the opportunity to have two kinds of careers and in 2012 when i quit i was 50 years old so i thought at least 10 years uh, i can i can try this out and so i took a risk in a sense but uh, but but also thought about uh, things and also left at a time when uh, i was not unhappy or frustrated and all that so 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 that was also a good thing of course there were lots of people who told me that why are you doing it you have 10 years left you, people normally do this after retirement or close to retirement so i told myself yeah if you do it close to retirement after retirement it's not the same thing you're not talking about a career you're talking about you know doing something post retirement with your contacts and all that so so that was the background so so any any young person who asks me who is even slightly interested in the civil service and uh, plans to appear for the exams i encourage them saying that it is a unique career it is a very unique career it i mean you can compare it with any career in any any place in the world and especially in a in a country which is still called developing the experiences the challenges um, the, the personality development and the satisfaction that you get as apart from the social status and the comfort and the security etc is incomparable and therefore uh, please have no doubts in your mind that uh, you are on the right path of course there are there are the exams and you have to go through that that itself is an education by itself for those even those who don't make it i tell them that the amount you have studied the amount of knowledge you have gained is, is something which will always be beneficial to you Thank you sir for answering our doubt. In the past we have had civil servants speak to us about life in the civil services. You've given us insight into life after the civil services. So our next question is about lateral entry into the civil services that the government has recently initiated. Since you have worked in the private sector and in the government, what is your opinion on this sir? Are there some drawbacks 
and what are the positives see theoretically and conceptually there's absolutely no no nothing wrong with this idea of uh, getting in lateral entrance with a different kind of experience who can enrich the civil service the question however is what would be the method of recruitment okay every civil servant it one of the institutions which is still credible in india is the upsc and the way it uh, uh, recruits civil servants so in a, in a, in the case of lateral entry unless that methodology is absolutely above board it it is some kind of a long term thing and where uh, where there is a larger participation and it is transparent there are risks there ha have been in in the history of indian bureaucracy lot of uh, people who have come in at the highest levels from the outside and and contributed a lot and they are the people who are talked about usually whether it's manmohan singh or montek singh aluwalia or many other many other names were the Uh, people are, and there was once a power secretary also i forget his name who came in from the private sector and did a marvelous job but those one off examples are not good enough to to do start something without giving it enough thought so while conceptually i agree with this i would uh, suggest uh, that the methodology has to be well established for two reasons one is uh, the existing civil servants also you know my batchmates and all who are in the service and and juniors who are already there there is a lot of heartburn among them the feeling among them is look how are we any less qualified or less prepared or less experienced so somehow or the other the methodology of uh, recruitment should also demonstrate that the people who are being brought up from the outside Uh, uh really are there for a purpose and because of certain deficiencies uh, or gaps in the in the uh, talent available at that level in the existing civil service because if you look at the whole talent pool of the civil service and now i am from the ias so so uh, i'm i won't talk just about the ias but the civil service as a whole uh, the funny thing is that even at the joint secretary level if there are people coming in from the other services more people there are there is talk among ias officers that oh no 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 there are too many people coming from the outside blah 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 but we must all realize that the talent pool in the civil services itself is huge and along this lateral entry can't be a quick fix if you look at it as a quick fix then problems arise if it is a well thought out system of lateral entry along with a system where civil servants at the senior level get trained in particular sectors to take up you know to become specialists in a sense after after a certain level that itself uh, along with the lateral entry would be a more uh, reasonable uh, and more acceptable system than any kind of you know ad hoc uh, quick fix kind of a system i can elaborate on this issue but i think i'll restrict my answer to this and i hope uh, the answers uh, your question all right sir sir so follow up question to this in the generalist versus specialist debate rather than bringing specialists from outside we must train serving officers in specific fields am i correct no that is in fact uh, good you ask that question when i mean uh, specialist i don't really mean the a uh, specialist in the sense of being a technocrat okay Uh, uh so what i mean is they should have familiarity with 
uh, two or three subjects whenever they are at the state level or central level so that you don't get in somebody who has for example dealt uh, most of his career in the health sector suddenly into the energy sector with no exposure there so so that kind of exposure is important but when when we talk about specialists they can't have the same skills or the same experience as a technocrat and my point is that you don't really require those people to be inducted laterally you can get the benefit of the advice and the association of specialists in the private sector by having temporary assignments by having consultants and and a bureaucrat's uh, adva advantage an officer's advantage would be that he is a specialist in the sense that he knows how to work the government system sometimes when people come at the as as lateral entrants they are at sea in this system of files and joint secretaries and all those bureaucratic things which have been uh, which and they really they some of them get frustrated some of them leave some of them feel that the bureaucracy is not accepting them and they are not being able to give their best so therefore uh, the advantage of an uh, somebody who is an insider who can consult people from the outside and they could and there are and there are in states in in the central government now all kinds of people consultants helping advising so 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 you can have a, a whole plethora of ways in which you can get the talent available in the private sector or 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 even in universities or research institutions to 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 help the government absolutely sir so moving to our final question could you help us understand what is the difference between the workings of the government and the private sector mm, okay let me see how i can answer that in a very simple way see one of the features of government the strengths and in certain contexts maybe the weakness is that it is a very rule bound system as you will realize if you are the bureaucrat a bureaucracy that um, let's say somebody comes to you with a problem right some citizen or some organization comes to you with a problem uh, which is uh, something you need to solve so it is not as if you want to say call your people and say ki iska ye kaam kar do because even if you say iska kaam and you sympathize with that person i'm giving you and trying to illustrate saying that iska kaam hona chahiye your office will come up with now it belongs to this department this section and here are the standing orders of the government here there are the rules here are the latest circulars with which with which which we can either deal with this problem or not be able to deal with it so the government uh, the the advantage is that is a rational system it is it is something where you don't have a solution for the problem you try to find the solution by changing the rules coming up with policies and all that and therefore uh, decisions will be backed by by rules and regulations and and in the private sector there is flexibility there is a problem you have people you have money resources at your disposal it is up to your intelligence and resourcefulness how you align that to solve the problem that totally answers our question sir thank you so much this has been a great episode sir we are very grateful to you for clearing all our doubts with such threadbare simplicity and giving us examples through your practical experiences thank you very very much thank you very much dear listeners your inputs feedbacks suggestions and most importantly your questions are of importance to us 
do send them in and we will try our best to address them. If you like this episode, please show us some love by hitting the like button. Download the episode to access your favorite episode anytime, anywhere. We are now available on major streaming platforms, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify. We also have a Facebook page, an Instagram handle and a Twitter handle all by the name of Abhyankar's IS. Please do visit our website and to get in touch with us, our email ID is info at abhyankarias.com. So that's it for today, folks. See you in a week's time. Meanwhile, stay safe, stay wise and have a great day.